Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Property Investor Podcast, where it's my job to introduce you to people from the world of commercial property. We're talking with investors and thought leaders about their experiences of the commercial property world and sharing our own lessons from the last 20 years to give you practical know-how so that you can follow in their footsteps. If you've ever thought commercial could be your next step, but it just seems too confusing and opaque, then you've come to the right place. There are so many exciting opportunities in this dynamic sector, and I'm looking forward to pulling back the curtain and sharing them with you. Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Podcast, and I'm your host, Jerry Alexander. This show is all about commercial property investing for the private investor. Whether you're just getting started or scaling up your portfolio, through interviews, tips and lessons learned along the way, we want to give you the inspiration, knowledge and confidence to enjoy this great cash flowing strategy. Hello, hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today I want to share with you some stats, some numbers on the UK flex market. Instant Group have just released their insights into the UK flex market. There's some data in here about London market, but also about the regional areas. And I just think it's a really interesting report. So I want to share some of the highlights with you. If you want to get a copy of it, I'll leave um, some details in the show notes. You can dive in there and you can read it to your heart's content. You may remember, for those of you that don't know about what Instant do, there were a couple of interviews on here. John Williams and Lucy Watts joined us uh, a few episodes ago. John was talking about the merger with IWG. Lucy was talking about the data-driven reporting that they do. And this is exactly what we're, we're going to be going through today. But she can help you actually get very market-specific data. Because what Instant do primarily is uh, an aggregator for available space, flex space in particular, for occupiers. So if you as an occupier are looking for some space, you might go on the internet and Google will pop up instant and there will be the opportunity for you to search through not just the UK market but the worldwide market. It's a very well established brand and they have a lot of data that comes out of the back of that which then allows them to create reports like this one. So Let's just run through some of the um, market dynamics and maybe just the general direction of travel that come out of this report, and then we'll go into some of the numbers. So here's some of the trends to highlight. There's that trend that's been spoken about before, which is the continual rise in demand for hybrid working, but also for high-end space, which we have spoken about, that design element, um, design-driven, sorry, um, type of space, but also with a lot of amenities. And employers are looking at that type of space more and more to attract employees into the workspace because they're finding it challenging to get everybody to come back to the office. So they are looking for more and more high-end offers. Not everybody, I'll come on to that in a minute, but it's interesting that the hybrid element, which of course is, I guess it's a fairly generic term now, but it means either hybrid as in somebody's working from home and then coming into the office sometimes, or the workspace is a bit dynamic and changed as well so that there is the opportunity to do conferencing, conference calls, sorry, meeting rooms, fixed desks, office, private office space and more kind of hot desking. It's just a mix that's in the office, but also, as I say, there's that use of the word for people that are also working from home or from different offices. But anyway, there's a continuing demand for that and it's it's um, something that Instant have highlighted in the report. But interestingly, just going on from that, 
high-end offer. At one end, those occupiers are demanding that higher amenity-driven space. So according to Instant, that's at 82% occupancy. And that can help these employers attract employees back to work. But at the other end, the value end, there's 80% occupancy, which is still reasonable. Um, this, I believe, is across London. And the middle ground is at 74% occupancy and is being a bit squeezed. So let's have a think about that. So at one end, high amenity, quality space, 82% occupancy, value end, I guess, practical space that just allows you to get on with work is 80% occupancy. And that middle bit's getting squeezed. And that just so much reminds me of the hospitality industry, where we've seen lots of middle market casual dining locations folding. And this is pre-pandemic, not just now. And I think that's going to continue in that market. An instant feel that's going to continue in the office market, the workspace market, where that vanilla product in the middle is getting squeezed more and more. So it's just really important that you think about where your market, your target market is, and where it's going to be long term. And just align yourself with that. The other interesting change highlighted by the report was that larger corporates are still requiring large self-contained private space for their teams, but they also want to be able to access shared amenities. And we're not just talking about the toilets and a dark, dingy kitchen, but they're looking for the ability for their staff to access maybe flexible space, a gym, breakout space, a community, food and bev, all sorts of amenities that larger buildings might be able to provide that the corporates want their staff to be able to have access to so that, again, they have good staff retention and numbers coming out to the office. Another interesting point was that the lead generating platforms that they now uh, manage, obviously there's their main one themselves, Instant, which I just explained earlier on where they, they aggregate office space, but there is another site that they control, which is Easy Office Space, which came from that IWG merger. And there's data from that one. And they have another one with data called coworking.com. And the easy office space and instant platforms are broadly flat in terms of inquiries since the start of the year. But the coworking.com is up 40%. So the super flexible end of the market, the coworking end of the market is super hot. And flexible offerings are being sought, which include not just... Um, co-working type spaces or shared spaces but also meeting spaces and meeting spaces with a, a quality that allows them to again attract staff to come in so that's just a sign of the change requirements for teams and employers wanting to bring their staff back or indeed provide space for them because it may not be the head office it's just a space for them in a more regional location or in a more closer to home location or convenience space. So let's just get on to some of the numbers, right? Um, they say London's coming back strongly and some areas are above pre-pandemic levels now, but that doesn't mean that they're all above that. And normally what that would mean is that outside of London, the regional city locations would be lagging behind. But that's not so this time. Um, according to James Rankin, these markets are stronger than ever. So let's go through some numbers. Across London, rates have increased by 
but they're not necessarily well over pre-pandemic levels and the financial district is back up to 77% occupancy. Desk rate in London is around, in central London is £631 a desk. Now, for those of you that work in square foot or units in terms of um, how you charge for customers, a lot of the industry, especially in city centres, work on desk rates. So in London, 635, sorry, £631 is the average, central London I should say, um, desk rate. So if you've got a team of two and you get managed to get a two-person space or a two-person um, office in London, it's going to cost you, on average, £1,262. An interesting stat that John brought up was about the Pret Index. Spend at central London stations for Pret is about a third lower than pre-pandemic. So it's still not recovered, but it's well up from where it was at being just a third. There, There is a mix out there, though. Um, Liverpool demand is uh, 25% up and the rates, the actual desk rates are up 17% but slightly more mixed. Birmingham down 6% in demand. The actual rate for Birmingham is £375 per desk. Cardiff 266 Manchester 354 per desk. Remember to take this all as a pinch of salt, though. Just because the average in Manchester is 354 doesn't mean that's going to get you are going to get that rate in your building. It could be a lot higher or it could be a lot less. So you need to do your real due diligence on your local market. We'll talk about that a wee bit in a minute. So let's just jump on to Leeds. Interesting numbers coming out of Leeds. The number of operators there has increased quite a lot, but the occupancy is up at 86%. That's pretty high with rates increasing by 14% over the last six months. There's actually a fast-growing tech hub there, really, and they're saying it's a 120% increase in demand from tech companies alone. The desk rate in Leeds is 391. Now, in Edinburgh, a bit closer to me, it's interesting to see the market there is still below pre-pandemic levels. The numbers are still lower than they used to be, but... It's all relative, right? Rates are up 11% and demand has increased by 6%. But the average desk rate in Edinburgh is surprisingly £295. Still relatively low. So predictions. One of the really interesting predictions is the increase of the amount of space that they believe is going to be available. And in the next four years... Incident of predicting that there will be 50% more space. Predominantly coming from traditional landlords and some new entrants, but from traditional landlords getting into the flex space market because of the changing demands from their customer base. And the more landlords that you hear talk about flex, the more they're talking about customer experience. They're talking the language of flex space operators. So they do predict there's going to be a lot more space coming onto the market but equally demand unless that space comes on demand will outstrip it an interesting comment during the um, launch of this report was that people and businesses are changing their meeting room requirements from a rate equation so how much is this going to cost me to measuring it by the experience for their team so think about your meeting rooms if you do your meeting rooms. How, how, much, how experiential are they? 
and how much are your your target customers going to be looking at the room rate versus the experience for their team so they can bring their team in for that get together that period of from that hybrid working where they're all coming together in one location and it's interesting that goes back to that thing about the two ends is it either a value offer or is it a high end and high amenity offer that you're going for rather than just a vanilla meeting room so one last stat that i managed to dig out and i found quite interesting was that the average transaction size so this is the average size of space taken through the platforms that Instant look after has increased 44% from pre-pandemic levels. They feel that's been driven by corporates seeking to increase the amount of flex space they have in their own stock. So it's actually the larger and larger businesses that are demanding flex space. Quite interesting. 44% increase in transaction size. I can't say we would completely reflect that on our portfolio, but we're not based in London. Um, we've got some city centre locations, but really we're, we're not that um, corporate driven, I guess, in our client base. But one thing we are seeing is more of those four to six people inquiries as opposed to the ones, twos and threes or the tens, which at one point I remember we that's all we were getting was those two extremes. Um, the large, large space inquiries, like 10, 20 people, or the ones and twos. But now it seems to have come more into that middle. That's our small um, market indicator, what's happening in our, in our world. But as I said earlier on, you must remember, we must remember, our local market is unique. It's not related to national statistics. So you must do your own due diligence and your own market analysis of what's going on right where you are. What's happening in your local city overall is not really going to affect you anything like those local microeconomic conditions. So even in London, the rates provided by instant varied from £690 per desk in the West End to £293 in Barnet. So watch what you read into the national numbers and the city that's local to you. It's a great indicator of how the market's going. I love it when these reports come out because it, it shows me what's happening in, in, in number form. And also anecdotally, you get all these little insights into how the market demand is changing. So I just find these things fascinating. I really wanted to share this with you. And I know some of you wouldn't even know this exists, this report, right? So keep focused on who your target customer is and make sure that target, whatever it is, is aligned with actual demand in your area. That's really important. And just keep an eye on the trends and where you're going to focus in the years ahead. So I hope that's really helped. Thank you, Instant, for the report. Looking forward to the next one. And we shall speak to you very soon again on the podcast. I hope you're enjoying the content delivered on the CPI podcast. Even though it's free to listen to, it actually takes quite a bit of time and financial commitment to deliver each and every episode. Did you know that by leaving a positive written review, you, yes, you will have a direct impact on the visibility of the podcast 
And that's really important because by reaching a wider audience, it helps our team to continually improve the overall content that we deliver to you week after week. For some of you, leaving a review will be second nature, but for others, it might be a first one. Open your podcast app, pick the CPI podcast and search for previous reviews. And on iTunes in particular, click to look at all of the reviews and then you'll see an option to leave a written review. Go on, it'll only take two minutes and it'll really make our day. And we genuinely read every single one of them.